1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Goat to Goat. I am George Nanny, your host. And with me, all the way across the pond, is Mr. Steve Parson.
0: Bye. Should,
1: we do, should, should we do the whole show in goat?
0: <laughs> no, because this is this is coming from Wales, and that's a very bad thing to hear. Uh, yeah,
1: oh, sheep. is it? Bye. Is it? Yeah.
0: yeah. The Welsh have a love affair with sheep. A lasting oh. love affair with sheep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, no, we don't want to go yeah, there. okay. No, no okay, move on. Well, Moving yeah, swiftly yeah. on.
1: Uh, but, you're hmm. listening to Ghost Chronicles at the National. I am Ron that that is Steve Parsons, and we are broadcasting live right here on TojiNet, Pararex, Astronet, Planet Paranormal, where else? Wherever else that
0: happens. I, I don't know why you bother, why, why, nobody's listening live. Well, this producer is, but, hey, welcome to the, the Ghost Chronicles International Podcast.
1: Well, there are a couple people that listen live. More in Pararex than on Toad
0: I think. Oh, <laughs> Hi, Pararex. I, I think. <laughs>
1: Who knows? Uh, but yeah, the podcast, it's, it's
0: vacation season. Everybody's at the beach. The podcast does it does really well. It does. Yeah, everybody's at the beach, including your... Um, other co-host, oh, she's, Anne. She's back. She's back. Oh, she's back. She survived the attacks of the great white shark. I mean, going on to the beach in New England. <sighs> uh, did you actually see her in the water? No. No.
1: Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that answers that question. So anyways. Lots uh, of pictures uh, of distilleries. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> uh, moving right along. <laughs> I don't want to i don't want to insult any more nationalities. <laughs> i was going to say something about her oh, irish descent oh, irish oh, descent but i won't
0: the irish here yeah, go on then nope we'll move on anyways
1: we'll i i might have to they won't allow me in the country next
0: time so they weren't going to let you in anyway yeah so
1: anyways so uh uh you know that's the way it is but anyways um just got back from the Coast Guard station, and uh, we have more ghost tours on Saturday, which is it's kind of interesting. Stephen, I think you'll kind of appreciate this. Oh, maybe you won't, but it's it's kind of like a working laboratory in, in that we've been doing these ghost tours for so long, and they're kind of like ghost investigations where we get people involved. And I and I know there are no controls whatsoever, <laughs> but I mean we are we are attaining data from it and I mean, is it, it it's got to have some weight even if it isn't, you know as heavy as something else. I mean, do you think it's, or is
0: you, it... You're, you're trying to make this sound credible, um, but in, in yes, reality, that's, that's, that's in, reality in reality, see. there is a wealth of interesting anecdotal information that's come from that location And I, you know, because I've been there I've been fortunate enough to be mm-hmm. there on two occasions now, I think it's two, um, and it's not just the people who've been on the tours, it's the people who've worked at, um, in support of the tours, including yourself. But the most interesting is that it's also, because it's an active U.S. Coast Guard base, uh, members of the U.S. Coast Guard themselves um, are, have given their own testimony in support of their experiences, uh, which does you know add to that level of information and uh, accounts. That, that you're building up, and you know from uh, our last visit there that I gave you you an ass kicking in the car all the way back home again to, to say why aren't you doing it week in week out? Because there is cre- a credible case there that needs that needs answering and looking at, and I don't think that uh, attending with the public, however many times you're doing it, is really doing the case justice.
1: Oh, I understand that, but still, you can't. Discount what you attained from those tours, or, or no, 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 whatever, no. But yeah, you, I mean, there's still reach
0: a, you, you reach a plateau where you're you, you're not going to get anything further from that um, route of inquiry.
1: Well, um, I, I kind of disagree,
0: but that's all right. Well, it's I like mean, I'm like catching more, Pokemon. Stand the same. Yeah, I mean, right. it's it's going to be a bit like catching Pokemon, isn't it? You're going to stay in the same spot for a long, long time. You're going to see the same Pokemon over and over, but you're not going to add to your knowledge of the entire poker deck and how many Pokemon there are. What you need to do is to is to is to look at other strands of information. And I know that you've got the accounts of the Coast Guard that you that you you know you're, that you factored into this, and that your own experiences and those There's several business. investigations here as well. Exactly, uh, but. I think it needs a more in-depth approach because there are a lot of questions that remain unanswered. And I don't think you're ever going to achieve the answers to some of the questions by continuing with the approach. You're going to have to do what you're doing now and then some more.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree. There'd be some I mean, more. The, the, but the to location. Me, to me, doing a paranormal like the- investigation like that in one location, or not even just a paranormal vacation, but just going to the same location a lot of the time, it's like a paint by number picture. And that every time you go in, you paint a little square here, a square there. And eventually, someday, after all the squares are filled, you may have a picture.
0: Well, I can't disagree with going to the same location. Loss, in fact, I've, I've, I said earlier, you know, I, I would encourage that. It's like with our shipyard case where we spent you know 100,000 plus man hours there over, over the three year period. Is it 100,000? I've been telling people 16,000. No, 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 it was it was 100, it's closer closer to 100,000. It may just mm-hmm. be over 100, anyway. Richard Felix always used to give the, the number out wrongly and always used to correct it, but nonetheless. That is that is the only way that you will ever get learn the lo- you know develop a, a rapport with the location the same rapport that you have with your own home for example where you know intrinsically what is right and what is wrong and you can spot something out of place a noise a sound anything that's out of place within your own property um, because you know it intrinsically well you know it intimately and that's the way that you should be with your hello we've got a baby Ghostbuster just joined us um, that's how it should be with your with your own with, with locations that you investigate, you've got some water. Hold on a second. <laughs> we, we have we've just Is it holy by, water? And oh, we've just been joined by Baby Ghostbuster.
1: Is is it Peter Peter it's, Popoff it's, water?
0: It, no, it's I'll tell you more about Peter Popoff in a minute. But this, is uh, say hello, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Hello, Oscar. I oh, can't hear you, Oscar. let's put his headphones on. Hey, he's now in charge of the show. Are you going to say hello? Okay, Oscar. No, no, he's not. All right, there you go. Which well, back on. I'm going to complete the next few. But what he's I'm talking out about. He's holding up for more money. He's holding up for more juice, I think. Yeah. Oh, here's his brother now. Um, it, you need to develop more experiments, more lines of inquiry, um, and collect more of the information that's available from the location. Mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. So, anyway, moving along. Moving on. You know, the interesting thing, though, and I'll finish by saying this, is that uh, we continually find more and more uh, pieces of little information that make sense to some of the uh, experience that people have collected, as well as some of the evidence we have collected and some of the other personal experiences other people have. And uh, it seems to Begin to uh, fit into a mould uh, where you know this all does make sense now.
0: But yeah, I, it's, it's the way of it, the, the investigation process—and I think that the, the Coast Guard station, the lighthouse, is being underutilized.
1: Yeah, by, well, by, tell by the, the Coast Guard. Well,
0: <laughs> you have some anyway. an reputation with them that I would be—you know—you're in a, an ideal position uh-huh. to exploit.
1: Yes, exploit. That's a good question. All right. So, anyways, we decided we'd take a look at the paranormal news because we haven't done that for a while, right?
0: Um, paranormal news. Right? Right. Right. So, we have uh, some. We have some. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me just I, – I say I was slightly distracted for a moment.
1: Yes, I understand but. that
0: by our junior Ghostbusters who wandered in. Um, so let me add uh, that um, one of the items that's been very, very busy this week over here in the UK news is actor Hugh Grant. Uh, first oh, of all, well, yeah, personally, he hired a, a Ghostbuster because his young, very topically, his young three-year-old child claimed to see uh, another child, a ghostly child, in their, in their home. Okay, so he okay. called in um, a ghost a ghostbuster. A reputable one. Uh, well, I will we'll come to that. I've just put the story onto our Facebook page now. Okay. Um, to exercise his house, and then they fell out. What? Uh, well, Grant Clay did enough? that so what's the uh, problem? No. Uh, essentially, um, he he. His children started complaining that, that this invisible boy was appearing in the rooms. He decided that, although irrational, um, he found himself ringing this, this Ghostbuster. Um, he hired the expert to come, and she whipped out... How, how did
1: he determine to this particular uh, wife...
0: I'm not really sure. It doesn't really okay. say. No, I was
1: just curious, just
0: but it does curious. say she she turns up with all of these sticks, and the sticks went completely wild. To which she said, "Oh, I think it's so strong that I might throw up." Uh, Grant then said that she burnt about seven pound of sage, bat, uh, sage, yeah. banged no. a little drum, played an oh. instrument, and sang some songs, and then announced that all the spirits had gone. She pretty Grant her- this. Yeah, I, I hope we're going to get one. I'm, I'm sure the... Uh, ben, stand by with the bleep button, because dismissing the spiritual cleansing as a load of bollocks, it sounded like the exorcism failed to be a complete success. you actually can say
1: bollocks, because that's an English Oh, yeah. oh okay. English well, word. he okay. dismissed
0: it as a load of bollocks, and he <laughs> said that the exorcism failed. The ghost hunter has now hit back. Uh-oh. And, and uh, yeah, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And yeah, exactly. Um, and the Ghostbuster has said that uh, it's down to Grant's attitude. That she has worked for many reputable uh, and famous people, and she didn't Please. want to be there in the first place. Um, oh. And she only went, yeah. And she only went because she liked the person who recommended her. Um, and and it uh, was Grant. Them, and um, well, the ghost came back because Grant's attitude stunk. Yeah. And it's his own fault. And she's never going back again, and he deserves everything he gets.
1: Oh, really? I thought she was going to like way. put the put the ghosts back or something.
0: Well, she can't put back what he claims she never took away.
1: Well, she claims she did, so she oh, just probably she claimed back. she
0: did. That's so probably
1: not, didn't validate their tickets, and back they go.
0: So this is this is going backwards and forwards um, in the local hmm. paper, in the uh, British media at the moment. I don't know which home, whether it was a U.K. home, a London home, or whether it was one of his um, numerous. numerous American ones. It was only, he, he actually uh, said this in a, um, an interview on the James Corden um, Late Show, which mm. is an American television show. Um, oh, here yeah, it does say um, a mysterious ghostly boy appearing in his London house. Ooh, London. So, Because uh, we all know uh,
1: that U.K. ghosts are so much better
0: than U.S. ghosts. Well, they're certainly obviously harder to get rid of. Uh, yeah. You know, seven pounds of sage, banger drum, and sing at it. Well, not, that seems to be, you know, went relatively quietly. Uh-huh. Um,
1: well, she used all the, the, the proven methods that uh, you use for uh, getting rid of ghosts,
0: of course. Um, as he said, he said to his, his little burning, boy the next burning, morning. Burning crap and... Uh, yeah. She, she, said, she, throw,
1: she throw any water around
0: um, doesn't say. Many mentioned that he said to his boy, his son, the next morning, "Does did he feel any happier and had the figure gone?" And the little boy said, "No, there was the little boy was at my window um, after breakfast." So ah,
1: maybe if they feed
0: the, the ghost <laughs> no. or something, maybe that would go away. Yeah, throw pokeballs yeah. at it.
1: <laughs> well, that's sad. That's a that's a sad bitter news, and I uh, really uh, really feel bad for Mr. Grant. Uh well.
0: And he's expert.
1: Well, no. (laughs) You get what you pay for. You don't remember that.
0: It doesn't mention a price, actually. Exactly. There's also... Actually, I've just found a link here. This one's a new one. I don't know where this one is. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, it's from a couple of years ago. Okay. It's from two years ago. That's That's Uh, not topical.
1: No, not at all. Okay. So, So, uh, uh, you know what? I've, and I've discovered be... something myself. Oh, yes, yes, another case. But this one has evidence. Don't you love yeah. evidence?
0: Well, it depends on the nature of the evidence, I guess.
1: It's uh, workers at a small retail store say they were puzzled over mysterious barefoot footprints that continuously appear on the floors of their store overnight. The footprints appeared to appear as black, somewhat greasy prints and varying in size, sometimes adult, other times a small child. Typically, the footprints appear overnight, but cashiers have reported hearing footsteps during the day and finding children's footsteps behind the register where no other cash registers were. Uh, Most of the time, the footprints are nothing more than a single print in the middle of the room or a random scattering of prints throughout the store. Other times, however, the prints seem to disappear into the store's wall. Uh, of course, uh, the most likely explanation would be a nighttime intruder raiding the store. But owners say that nothing has ever been stolen, and CCTV footage recorded nobody inside, mm. entering, or leaving. Mm. So, what do you think? There's so, much well, more. That's good enough.
0: Oh, well, so. What? Well, but no, black, sticky, greasy. Where? Where is the store? Not that it makes a huge difference.
1: Uh, I know you're going to ask me that. and I really
0: don't. Oh, Kentucky. <laughs> up um, uh, well,
1: July. July. Well, let's go Tuesday, July twelfth, twenty sixteen.
0: Well, you know, let's look at the let's look at the immediate things that spring to mind. A one-legged Stamp, greasy. Kentucky. A one-legged greasy ghost hopping round on the on, on the store floor. Um, somebody with a potato print, stamping out the odd footprint on the floor. That's happened. That's been known in cases. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, No SDT, no CTV uh, footage.
0: No idea. Actually, I I remember one. um, This goes back about 10 years Mm -hmm. where the footprints, um, bare footprints appeared on a floor and um, people got quite disturbed by it. Mm -hmm. And nobody could, Realise where they were coming from they, there was there was sort of trackways of these things appearing on, a, on a, uh, outdoors, um, but everybody was wearing shoes mm-hmm. and After a little while, it eventually dawned on somebody um, one of the children I think it was was wearing new shoes sorry one of the, the women was wearing new shoes, and the, the the tread on the underside of the shoe the new summer shoe that she was wearing was a a footprint. Yeah. So as she was walking around, she was leaving (laughs) footprints everywhere. And people, of course, they saw people in shoes, saw these barefoot footprints, and didn't put the two
1: together. Right. Yeah, there have been uh, fake uh, monster footprints and everything else, uh, people doing that stuff. But what I found interesting about this case, and this goes back to the opening of the show, is that one of the reports we have from the Coast Guard Station is the mysterious appearance of greasy footsteps, barefoot footsteps that showed up uh, on a winded? Yes. And they went from one corner uh, of the helipad to the center and disappeared. It was a a large one, like an adult, and then a small one, like a child. And they tried scrubbing them up, and they wouldn't disappear. I mean, they couldn't get them them up, and then uh, just one day they disappeared as quickly as they uh, appeared. And that's been.
0: Recording. I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that particular story. Did anybody t- have the presence of mind to take a camera and photograph? No, no, of course not. That's a shame. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, course inevitably. Not. yeah inevitably. Yeah. No, inevitably.
1: It, it, you know, that's that's the the problem. biggest. Isn't problem. that the frustration? Isn't that I know the it's the biggest problem. Well, you know, Steve. I mean, how can I judge anyone when I had that black goop that appeared out of nobody, nowhere, on my arm? And, uh, you know, I never took a picture of it. I never took a sample of it. Uh, you know, so if anybody's more guilty than, than it's me, so. It, but it, is, it is interesting. It's a moment thing, I
0: think. Um, well, it is. I think it's a, it's interesting because when you talk to a lot of witnesses, when you go to... Uh, people's workplaces or or homes and they will tell you that they regularly see an apparition or they regularly have an experience and it happens repeatedly almost to the point where they've become familiar with the with the apparition or the experience right and you say to them well you obviously own a camera you you have a smartphone or you you know do you have a camera yes have you ever thought oh no 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 never crossed our minds to take a picture of it or record it in any way Mm -hmm.
1: Well, you know, from the last, last newsletter, uh, we had the mysterious naughty ghost and about the ghost that would tie the, the Venusian, Venetian blind strings into knots. And that, that young woman was a member of my paranormal study group, and she remembered that I told her if anything happens, you document it and take pictures and you write it down. And so she did do that, and so... Uh, yeah it's a shame that we don't have more of that but yeah people well you know why because people are kind of dismissive at a time you know something happens and they're just like oh and then they just you know don't think about it and then it's only later they go back and say well that doesn't make sense
0: well initially there is that moment of disbelief um that did the experience actually happen or it happened so quickly that you couldn't Respond or react to it. So you, you're, you're chasing the event. It's happened to me and 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 also when I've been with Anne on a number of occasions where we've we've had something happen, but it's it's literally come out of the blue at us, and we were in no position to be able to. Although we had cameras with us, they were they were not set up. They were packed away in bags, right. and there was while, no but... there was no opportunity for us to do anything. However, um, we were able to. Document the experience immediately afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to get our accounts, to get our accounts down. But what what does strike me is when when you talk to witnesses um, and they know they almost you know they tell you that this thing becomes predictable and that at a certain time or most evenings it is possible that this thing this this experience takes place that they don 't seek to document it, and there was one occasion where we used that to our advantage. I, I think I may have mentioned the house where we had where we recorded the uh, unusual temperature drop where uh-huh. the temperature inside the building fell dramatically in a very short period of time and ended up being colder inside the building at that particular spot than it was outside the building and mm. in any other spot around the building now the the, the family that lived there had said that um, most evenings it gets suddenly very, very cold in this in this area around the sofa. Mm-hmm. Now, we had positioned thermometers uh, in the area that they'd highlighted, and right. it was the thermometers, the, the twin thermometers, uh, acting independently of one another, plus one of our team members, in fact it was Anne, um, who was sitting very close to the area. We were able to... Because we knew what to expect, we were hoping to encounter the experience that the that the people had forewarned us about, and that has to be an ideal situation mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's true it's it's you don't think about it I, I remember you tell me. I think one of your school investigations where something happened almost immediately. Uh, would you?
0: Oh yeah, the um, the footsteps in the corridor. That happened. Yeah. Uh, what we noticed is we, it wasn't footsteps that we we'd encountered, but we'd been. I think we'd been on our. This is about our sixth or seventh visit, and we we'd started to get a, a handle on what was happening and we noticed from the reports that within, literally within one or two minutes of us first entering the property, something unusual, something audibly unusual took place. It was often the sound of music playing, a piano playing or distant music, uh, musical sounds and we didn't, we, you know, we, we, we weren't interested whether it was a radio or anything, we just wanted to capture the event itself. So we devised a plan whereby um, I would, I, I, I opened the door and literally rushed in with a pre-prepared audio recorder, put it down on the floor, and then went about our normal business, knowing that we'd at least covered that first two or three minutes with a exactly. sound recorder. so important. Um, and lo and behold, that first time we did it, we captured uh, a very, very strange audible event that I can't explain. It happened to me. Um, the audio track is available on the Parascience website, and... I, I would love somebody to try and explain it. We, we visited that location for a further two years and we tried to replicate that particular sound event many, many times in many, many different ways. And we were never able to explain what took place on that particular occasion. But because we, because we were expecting it, we were in a position to try and deal with it like we were with the temperature event. Right. And that's why that's why it is so important that, that when we get the information from witnesses, it allows us to perhaps focus our energies in the most productive way possible, rather than randomly scattering equipment and people around a location. You know, we, we use our resources in a much more targeted way in the hope that we can uh, capture something, that we can inter- uh, experience something that the witness has experienced and try to gain a better understanding of it ourselves. Uh, to try and document it objectively with the equipment or subjectively by, by, you know, one of the team.
1: Right, so it's all good stuff. And the, the, you're right though, that's so many times that things are just uh, overlooked because of the moment. And yeah. uh, we're not prepared for it. So, so that's, just let the boys go, failing. be
0: prepared. Well, it's an innate failing of the human being. You know, we, we, fo- we tend to be task orientated. We focus on what we're doing. Um, and it, it's it, like it the ghost
1: that it runs away from, uh, still see a ghost I and run away.
0: Never understood that at all. In fact, no, I, did a radio, I was doing a radio show last night and that, that exact subject came up about running really? away. And it was like, isn't it kind of like a fisherman running away from a fish?
1: Yeah, I, 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 you know, <laughs> that's difficult for me to understand because...
0: You know, I've never really understood this mindset where people are frightened of the paranormal. Um, you know, they, they go along they seem to go along with the desire to be frightened and to be scared and to push themselves to pushing themselves and their the personal fear boundaries rather than exploring what is an interesting set of phenomena
1: absolutely and uh it happens so often it really does uh,
0: uh it happens on the mainstream television. how many times have you seen these top television ghost hunters running away screaming like girls <laughs> well whatever <laughs> I then people look up to them as experts
1: but uh, that's cuz they are they're on tv
0: yeah expert in running away and being like girls <laughs> anyway uh so. yeah, like a plumber running away from the toilet nathan just said so true mm-hmm. anyway so we're just a rooty city plumber
1: a minute left before the break so we won't go into another story we'll we'll come back with a one after the break Oh, okay. uh, well, maybe. Just, yeah, I... On
0: the subject of well, no, on the subject of plumbers, um, mm-hmm. I just reminded me then of I got I got uh, some death threats from the Taps family website. Uh, um, when chat room once upon a time for calling them the Rooty Two Plumbers and the Super uh, Brothers. Well, I mean, what else would you call two? Plumbers? Not our show. Well, what else would you call two plumbers chasing? A not guess? our show, though, right? No, no, no. It was on their show. I was a guest. Oh, oh, well. Uh, you know me. I'm always one for biting the hand that feeds me. Yeah, you'll you'll rot in hell. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I was threatened with. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I think anyways, South Carolina. <laughs> that's the way it
1: is. But anyways, here comes the break. So uh, you're listening to oh, so... what? Arkansas?
0: In Arkansas.
1: That happened, too. I had a group from Arkansas on the show, and they mentioned something about taps, and they had the same thing. They got death threats and everything. But there's a tune, so we have to take a break. So you listen can... to Ghost Chronicles uh, International with Steve Haas and Ron Cole. Right here on TojiNet, Pararex, Planet Paranormal, Astronet Radio, perhaps the Ghost Box, maybe the Ghost Ox. Does the Ghost Ox talk? I don't know. No, We'll, it's be, we'll be right back after following this
0: Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the
1: web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. The creepy and the kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly gooky, the X family. Shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Paris family.
0: They're strange, deranged, unrestrained.
1: So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous.
0: of the Ghost Ark so i just sit silently that's how Ghost Ark obvious. anyway welcome back to part 2 of Ghost Chronicles International if you're listening to us on your Ghost Ark you're in trouble you're in big trouble <laughs> but we're talking about the news actually um it, it's just we, we ha- I posted a link a few days ago, uh, and I've just refreshed the link on our, on our show page now on our Facebook page, from Engineering and Technology magazine, who did it, uh, and it was done on the 15th of July, uh, and it was an interview with most notoriously British ghost hunters, including myself, and it was all about the technology, the tech that was used in ghost hunting, um, and of course there's, there's me rambling on about boring stuff like God Helmets and Infrasound and all sort of psychology, psycho babble. Um, but we, there is there's a brilliant quote um, from a member of the Paranormal Intelligence Gathering Service, a UK team known as PIGS, because they're all ex policemen. Between them, they have over 30 years combined its service in the police force. Um, and they carry out investigations into the paranormal in both the public and private dwellings, drawing upon their extensive backgrounds. They're not just content to sit around in the dark and call up spooks and have a full range of equipment. Um, Brown, uh, The leader, Tim Brown, his favourite piece of equipment is a gadget called the Ghost Ark.
1: Ooh, cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, never mind. He's probably still waiting for it to work. Bless him. Unless he has it.
1: Have you heard anything about that? About it It being.
0: Yeah, well, an update uh, since we're doing a newsy type show update on the Ghost Arc is uh, Massimo and Co., um, who were making the thing, have now disappeared entirely from Facebook. Um, Seriously? They're not responding to any emails, they're not responding to posts. Um, Basically, there are people. Uh, from both sides of the Atlantic now, trying through their credit card companies and banks to get their money back. Um, yeah, this company has just disappeared. The Ghost Arcs, There was there is a couple of hundred of them out there. Some of them, you know, some people claim that they have working examples. Some people claim that they've modified theirs. Some people are using them as paperweights and doorstops. Um, but the whole thing, I mean, the Ghost arc is, is, is that debacle is finished. Um, it was... It looked good in the computer CGI representations of it. The actual implementation of it left something to be desired. The company did turn around and say, well, that was, you know, the initial batch were faulty. We recognize that. We'll replace it. Um, And then they disappeared, basically. Shut shut up shop and ran for the hills. So, um, yeah, that went well. that? That ends the ghost. So here endeth the ghost arc. So uh, maybe Tim's got the only the only working one in the world. I don't. Know.
1: I I guess so.
0: But anyways. or perhaps he has a store that was the UK store selling the things. Uh huh.
1: Don't know. So, anyways, uh, today's show is brought to you by the word cabinet. That is cabinet
0: cabinet. Who would have thought a simple word like a cabinet could have such a profound effect on the paranormal? But the cabinet, if we refer uh, before to... Before we art, go to
1: that, you know... Oh, okay.
0: I, now you're interrupting me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before, <sighs>
1: I mean, you, you told me this, this interesting story, how you select the uh, words of the day, which I, I found very intriguing.
0: Well, I, well I, I was about to actually cover that. We use as our source material each week... Um, the Encyclopedia of Psychic Science written co-written by the American researcher Nando Foddo and the British researcher Sir Oliver Lodge. It was first published in Ooh, let me think now. It was a long, long time ago before even my co-host was a lad. I doubt that. Uh, yeah, I doubt it too. But in the nineteen something or others. Um yeah, it doesn't matter when it was published. It was a very long time ago. We've got more modern encyclopedias, but this one just just tickles me, and we have been using it ever since. And each mm. week, I allow it to fall open randomly at a page. Ooh, that's exciting! Um, and I'm using actually the modern reprint, the Kessinger uh, reprint of this. So I'm not using the you know I'm not using a nice old uh, sort of hundred year old copy. Oh, that's a shame. The, I'm using the paperback that cost me twenty five dollars.
1: It's not the one to like blow the dust off
0: and... of, no. and tonight it fell over, it fell open on page forty one, mm-hmm. and uh, the first full section that, that appears there is cabinet, a curtain enclosed space in which mediums claim to condense the psychic energy which is necessary for séance room manifestations. And this played nicely into your red light séances. Doctor Hereward Carrington points out. An analogy, less expenditure of energy is required to charge a small electric conductor to a given voltage than to charge a large one. So it, may, so it may be with the cabinet, which acts as a sort of storage battery, retaining the energy and liberating it in bundles or quants during the seance. Really? The Ark of the Covenant was constructed expressly for use as a spirit battery or an instrument uh. which to give forth the commands of the Lord... The cabinet is usually of very, very simple construction. It need not be any more than a curtain drawn across the corner of a room. The Davenport Brothers, the famous American... uh, Yeah, they were. ...employed a special uh, cabinet. It had three doors. The middle had a curtained opening on the top. Through this opening, phantom hands were immediately thrust out after the doors were shut onto the medium's tied... To uh, tied within and tied to their seats. Oh the God. curtains of the cabinet are, as a rule, dark. But Maxwell, uh, another researcher who was involved in the study of these, points out that they need not be. He obtained just as good results with plain white sheets as with dark sheets. Some mediums sit within the cabinet. Some mediums prefer to sit immediately outside the cabinet. And most modern mediums have entirely dispensed with the cabinet. So exactly. Go, yeah.
1: So what would the purpose be of having a cabinet if you're going to sit outside it, if, uh, well, it's a, if it's a battery?
0: Well, in the case of several of the mediums, um, like Daniel Hume and others who did use, and um, Florence Cook, who used, uh, who used cabinets, um, or, or curt- curtained-off corners of the room, um, mm-hmm. they 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 would sit themselves either directly in front of the cabinet and then the spirit would manifest inside the cabinet and would manipulate musical instruments or would appear indeed from the cabinet and walk around the room, touching the participants of the seance. Um, And I (laughs) think many a meeting was caught out when the the spirit form was grabbed. Um, But nonetheless, some preferred to sit in the cabinet. Hume did on occasion sit in. Uh, Florence Cook herself did sit inside the cabinet but would also... Um, would also exit or she would sit outside and her spirit form would, would appear from inside the cabinet. Um, cabinets, uh, Harry Price had one built actually inside the NLPR here had the corner of um, the seance chamber uh, curtained off for use as a spirit cabinet. But they, they're very much out of fashion. I don't think, I think in all of the years of visiting psychics, I've only encountered one who used the cabinet. Um,
1: I think I should was, bring it back.
0: Um, I, I think it might be interesting to incorporate it into your seances, into your red-light seances at some point down the line, um, mm, to, see what, to see what happened. Um Because it I had
1: toyed with it.
0: Well, you, you already have the, the, the basic shell of the idea, don't you, with the psychomantic Chamber that's been used during Spirit Quest, and I think it's making a, re, a reappearance. You mean um, the Dead Chamber? The Dead Chamber. I think it's yes. making a scheduled... Um, reincarnation is that the right word for 2016 spirit quest as the god chamber as the god chamber um and could then see service as the cabinet chamber because cabinet is a french word meaning small closet cabinet multiple purpose i like it so yeah more bangs for your buck Mm, and um and of course you know i I think it also appears to um it, it will appear to other members of the community. spirit
1: quest 2016 i mean 2017 it might fit perfect into that
0: we could yeah or we could just give out the red wine and we could just do cabernet
1: i like cabernet
0: there you go you see which again uh, means small closet small cupboard yes okay that's, that's did you know, know. that seance seance actually means meeting that's all it means. And in France, uh-huh. um, if you go to, uh, are you giving sub- two
1: words today? That I'm, I'm, that's no, no,
0: no, I just thought because we went on to the French thing. You know, and <laughs> hey, it's it, summer. Uh, if you get, you can be, you know, you can be at work one day. Your boss could call you in for a meeting, and he would be summoning you to a séance. Well, there you go. There you go. You see, that so has anyways, So back to the
1: news. Let's go back to yeah. Back news. to the
0: news. Uh, it's okay. my turn, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, somewhat inevitably, uh, we've had a ghost appear. Always. Um, no it's, it's that season again, and uh, people, of course, lots of people are going to the cinema um, during the. because over here it is the, the, the main school holidays. He says frantically trying to click the link, which insists on trying to reopen itself every time I go near it. Um, so a mum took, uh, took her children to the, the movies, um, mm-hmm. and they took a selfie. Because people love to take selfies when they go to the. I just took movie. one today
1: at the Coast Guard base.
0: And they're seeing the movie stalls, taking selfies, and the horrifying ghost of a little girl, clutching her teddy bear, appears behind.
1: Why is that horrifying? If it's a little girl clutching.
0: Because, a teddy bear? Because it's. A Why is that
1: horrifying?
0: Because the daily mirroring newspaper here in the UK, which is one of the sort of top-selling red tops, is that uh, the one
1: that sell the, the new new girls in?
0: Uh, well, we don't do them anymore. They're so they're so passe. Oh, it's au so passé. Oh, OK. Yeah, so passé. That's okay. another French word. Uh, but the Daily Mirror reported that the uh, ghost of the little girl clutching a teddy bear appeared behind the family after mum takes cinema selfie. Now, cinema is, a, is the movies for you guys. Yeah. No, we, we uh, know what cinema mom, We have cla- OK, all right. A mum claimed to have snapped a little Frat. girl's ghost while taking a selfie during a trip to the cinema. Emma Johnston took the snap after watching Finding Dory with her kids, George, age six, Ava eight And first time cinema goer Seven month old Harper Aww. When the family checked the photo back home Emma says she discovered the ghoulish picture In the background The 35 year old from Liverpool, England ghoulish Susie, now. is She was forced to sell her kids Oh sorry, tell her kids <laughs> That the spook was a marketing ploy To promote the new Ghostbusters film To prevent them from being scared Well, go take a look at it The link's on our website And we can all see what's happened here Can't we? I will have to look at that because I'm yeah. not aware. We it. We, we can all see what what, what transpired here, uh, whether Mum did it or whether somebody did it to Mum. Got hold of Mum's phone afterwards. Oh uh, no! Don't tell me it's one of those. It is, and
1: it's an app for
0: that. It it is, and do you know what? Um, a little a little uh, uh, earlier today, and you know? Unfortunately, when I I, I had a a, a frenzy of deleting earlier, and one of the things that got deleted was uh, a pic. It was a picture that um, that I'd made using the same app from my smartphone. Um, uh, yeah, it's an app. But nonetheless, it's a good app, and it made the headlines. You know, so all powers to the ones. She probably got free cinema tickets. Um, there's a headline below it, which I think, I don't, I'm not sure actually if we should do. Um, I've just noticed it. Now, we haven't had have these, when you do these sort of online newspaper headlines, um, there are more that appears. This one is from the 1st of August 2016 um, from the British newspaper, The Daily Mirror. Hey, is this
1: another story?
0: Yeah, I'm not going to put this one on, though, because it's actually linked to in the one I put up.
1: Oh, okay. So, does
0: it have something to do with the story you just told us? Yeah, it does something to do with that noise that just appeared in my earphones, because this is about a Japanese ghost, and I just had Japanese audio in my headphones. Did sure. you have that? way. Shut oh, so- up! Did you have Japanese audio? Ben? No, I did not have. Ben, did Japanese. we have a leak through from from another program with Japanese audio? Yeah, from Japan. Maybe okay. it was well, Japanese. The headline reads: Japanese ghost smears poo and urine over front door of woman. Oh, wait,
1: a minute, wait, a minute, wait, a minute. It claims a is a, is a home wrecking mistress. It's my story now. No, no,
0: this Don't one just. do find popped, your own poo. This one just popped up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Police are hunting an attacker dressed as a Japanese ghost who smears poo all over the front door of a woman it claims is a home wrecking mistress.
1: Oh,
0: uh, something yeah, out of horror. Wait,
1: horribly. wait, a minute, wait a How do you how is it dressed up as a ghost? I'm, I'm well,
0: the woman has been repeatedly targeted by the ghostly figure wearing a white sheet. Ah, long, there we go. And, big, and an eerie white mask. Even that comes might be hint. with it's plastic bags on its feet and the, the, the nasty stuff in little ready-to-smear bags that can be turned inside out. Right. And nice. on one occasion, this far-sighted ghost even had an umbrella to protect its hair from the rain. That's
1: nice. I
0: appreciate that. <laughs> okay,
1: so there you go. Uh, there you go.
0: Yeah. Don't so, know where anyway. if we, can we just make a note at some point on the playback, if we can find out, was there some Japanese audio leak through, as I... So what are you talking
1: about? There was no Japanese audio. I had
0: clear Japan, female Japanese audio in my earphones, and it isn't from the web page. I've just checked by going back and reopening it, because some web pages no play audio. When pre- ben, all right. So Ben just
1: went in the. I just put something in the, the Skype, so we. Well, I I've just, just,
0: I've just re-clicked on the web page, yeah. and it doesn't. Because some web pages obviously play audio. Um, this one didn't hear anything. Nothing, but clearly in both ears... Uh, like, yeah, noise. fine, whatever. Maybe liking.
1: Mothra was going by the house. Mothra? Is that yeah, one you the Mothra, Pokemon? No, Mothra or uh, Godzilla or one of those. Oh. Anyways, I have a story. You know, I do have stories, too.
0: Oh, I really?
1: Guess. Yes,
0: as well. Enlighteners. In like, in, in if you don't dominate the airtime
1: all the time. Anyways, <clears throat> he's so... Angry. It's funny. We were talking about photos, and guess what? Ghosts. Ghosts? So this is what we have. Uh, A photo from a motorcycle accident uh, in Stanton, Kentucky. Uh Uh-oh. I mixed those two stories up. So the footsteps were not in Stanton, Kentucky. I correct myself on that. See, that's what we do. If we make an error, we admit it, and we correct it. So this uh, motorcycle accident occurred in uh, Stanton, Kentucky, on July 12, 2016, uh, around 5:30. Unfortunately, the motorcyclist was gravely injured and pronounced dead at the hospital. Sal Valquez witnessed the accident from the opposite lane and snapped a photo of the paramedics working to revive the victim. He uploaded the photo to Facebook. Guess what? The Facebook. (laughs) And with this caption, I took this picture a few minutes ago from the cab of my truck. It was an accident between Campton and Stratton on a small service road just off the mountain parkway. Zoom in and pay attention to the shadow just to the top of the state trooper's hat. Wow. All I say is I hope everyone involved is okay. Well, guess what? They were And, of course, we have a big red arrow pointing to the uh, photograph. And I I will post that. You're
0: killing me. You're killing me here.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you. I I will post this. I'll have to do it after the show, though, because I can't do two things at once. That's the way I am. Uh, The photo photo clearly shows a ghostly apparition shaped like a man hovering directly above the victim's body. Many believe the photo captured the motorcycle's driver's spirit, leaving the body. Well, he wasn't wearing his crash hat, was he? I guess not. Uh, researchers says the photo, now researchers, I don't know what kind of researchers they are, but researchers say the photo <laughs> we,
0: does can not... We, can we guess what the researchers? is on? <laughs>
1: Wait a minute. <laughs> it's on Facebook, so you know it must be good. Uh, researchers say the photo does not appear to have been altered and smudges no! on the glass can be moved. no out oh. because uh, the uh, window was pulled down.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I have to admit at this point, I I was aware yeah. of this picture. We'd seen it over here also a week or so ago, and um, yeah, it's impressive. Um, for all the wrong like reasons. the Blessed Virgin Mary, if you ask me. It. It just looks like, I mean, there were people over here, I mean, you know, people took it seriously enough to speculate as to what it might that's be. Ghostbuster um, ambulance? Is that the what?
1: Ghostbuster ambulance?
0: I, I no idea, I don't think so. In the picture? That was, that was a Cadillac ambulance, wasn't
1: it? Oh, oh no, that's the that's, that,
0: paramedics, I'm sorry.
1: I no. don't know if they called the Ghostbusters in already, so.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's a very low res, resolution picture taken uh, through a window of a moving vehicle, at least we, you know. And, It's out of focus, it's got motion blur, and there's a white blurry thing on it. Well, so what? You know, it's not evidence of nothing, really, is it? Unless you believe so intrinsically that, you know, we go washing off out of our bodies the minute we get catapulted into the afterlife. Well, the um, interesting thing, too, is he wasn't
1: pronounced dead at the time. But that makes sense to people who've had near-death experiences where sometimes they do leave their body and then return to it. Well,
0: so, perhaps he was just out having a wander around, you know. I mean, Went out
1: for a butt or something. Yeah. I mean, or oh, yeah. as you Brits say, a fag. You still say well, that? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, know, we only know we do it now because we know it winds the Americans up. Uh, uh-huh. um, yeah, we're going outside for a fag, and, yeah, you've got a lovely fanny. Okay something like entirely s- different uh, um yeah so interesting photograph but i think we can we, i think we can we can put this one into uh the category of paradola um bs
1: <laughs> wow I think, I yeah, I, 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 I think, honest, think we'll go. I was just I think, going to say an honest mistake, but uh,
0: no, I think we'll go with the BS one. Um, no, I mean it may be an honest mistake by the original poster because he didn't. But, you well, know, do you think it's? I, I don't think. Well, well, I've I've seen the picture a few well, times. Why do you you say know, it's BS? You know what? I, I mean, I that's, even zoomed in.
1: And aren't we aren't we a witness? I mean, this and that. Where he's getting out of it, so that's his witness. It's not BS. Right. It's well, it it's, is BS, isn't it's it's it? Because
0: a it, well, and to which he's entitled. Just explain that's all. <laughs> and to which he's entitled. However, what is you know what is absolutely BS is a, a newspaper is bothered to run it. Their researchers They ran in it, newspaper. It, it ran in British newspapers. Oh my god. Their, their researcher, whoever they was, really wants taking behind a building and given a serious talking to. Um, the whole thing. It, it's silly season, isn't it? You know, there are there are a hundred plausible reasons as to why that photograph could exist in the manner it exists. None of them need to be. explained. we don't need to resort to angels, people zooming out of their bodies, or more bizarre explanations because we have plenty to be going on with um, in the fact that it was a badly taken picture through the window of a moving vehicle, and is and is an anonymous-looking white smear that happens to resemble something. Mm-hmm. that's no basis for a religion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But, but re- people, religion but pe- is belief without proof.
0: Well, exactly. Hey, I got um, talking about religion and proof and uh, coming on to the topic of spirit, spirit quest. And spirit <laughs> quest. Um, I... I you know, one of the things I'm tasked with with uh, sort of—it's a bit like treasure hunts. Um, you've given me a, a sort of list of things I've got to acquire to bring over um, a, a whole heap of religious medallions. Yes. And yet, to, yet today, yet this very morn, I was confronted by a Catholic uh, Facebook page, and which you were and, which said. That uh, it said that the Catholic Church forbids the use of talismans, amulets, and medallions because they are a cult practice. Mm-mm. Have you ever been in a Catholic store or to a uh, Catholic shrine? Yeah. <laughs> it's all about point of view.
1: That's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, with. it's yeah. Don't buy it. Don't. I buy mean, that's the, that's the difference
1: between the orthodox, <laughs> the orthodox religions, and and. Catholic religions, for instance, because we have statues of of uh, the saints and statues of the Blessed Virgin and so forth, and they believe that that is uh, sacrilegious and that it's their uh, idols for us. Uh, so they, on the other hand, think it's okay to have icons, which are photographs of. Uh, pictures of uh, statues, so yeah. there
0: you go, whatever. There are other subtle, well, yeah, perhaps less subtle differences.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that's the only one, but I'm just saying uh, that it's one of the things that... I mean, yeah, there, is, there, feel, set, there are certain religions. You know, I mean, so, they're so close religious, uh, on the, religiously, uh, it, it's a funny thing just to pick a little... Uh, be picky on but whatever
0: we have to be very very careful these days because of um, because of the the way that uh, religion is being dealt with Um, particularly now with people are getting very very touchy about the way religion is spoke spoken about and yet religion does oh well come into the area of the paranormal because there isn't really a huge difference between um People's belief in the afterlife, in in terms of ghosts and spirits and demons and black-eyed children and all manner of phenomena like that, and their belief in a god, a creator god. Neither has proof and rely entirely on belief. Um, and that is. And
1: scientists believe in a god too, which is interesting. And I'm not saying all. I'm just saying
0: no, no. A lot of scientists. Yeah. Uh, yeah and we've mentioned this on the show previously. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, scientists, uh, very rational scientists, working in physics, for example, who who have managed to reconcile the scientific work with their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Canada. Um, according to Nate in the chat room, of all the religious places he went to, Canada had a great range of items in their gift shops. So uh, maybe I should stop off in Toronto and stop and supply up before I. I, I yeah, I'm on the get, way down. Yeah. yeah, on the way down into Boston. Yeah, um, so there you
1: go. Anyways, yeah, so, uh, we are running low on the show, or out of the show, time of yeah. the show. We're so. running
0: out of pokey. pokey uh, yeah.
1: I had this nice article on the new uh,
0: Loch Ness. I mean, the oh, new what uh, a Ness. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. That's because you were doing Sea Monsters the other day, I guess, on, on the morning show.
1: Lagenflust, uh, and Did you Iceland- see the Iceland, Iceland worm monster, you ever hear yeah,
0: that? Yeah, we're fed up of sea monsters. I mean, I live in West Wales. Oh, we come de- on.
1: We, we like have to... them every day. Yeah, well, you we know. Have,
0: you know, like you have, you have like great white sharks. Well, yeah. we have sea monsters that are pretty much the same sort of, you know. They're a, daily, they're a daily occurrence here.
1: We'll have to do a whole show on sea monsters.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're just, they're just so last year. Maybe
1: we'll go hunting when you come over here. That'd be cool.
0: Spend, a night night on, spend the night at Whaleback Lighthouse looking for sea monsters. Ha 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 ha. Oh? Yeah, what just, just That Just tell.
1: That was the uh, bell, which means uh, pizza from the dead which means we've got to go. So, anyway. So,
0: so, what's happening in six weeks then? That
1: was your edition of the paranormal news with uh, Steve Parsons and Ron Colin. But the uh, big news is still to happen. Yes, yeah, Spirit Quest. Yes, yeah, six, six weeks to go. Angels and Demons. Dogs sleeping with cats, cats
0: and dogs and all that stuff. It's all there. Yeah, papal enclaves, exorcisms, demonologists, pizza. God chambers. Would it be pizza from the dead? Could be.
1: I may we just I I believe it's gonna be now that you mention it. Well there you go. Anyway.
0: What's me out out, then?
1: Oh no! I'll have I'll strip all the the cheese off for you, so you just have uh, red slop on toast. <laughs> hey, before we go, I have one yeah. quick question. Uh Check go out on. my website, anyghostproject.com, The letter that's N, the, the letter question. E. That's Ghost that's Project advertising. God, that's the advertisement. Now I have a question for you. What does Pratt mean?
0: Pratt means yeah. idiot. It means idiot or fool. You oh, that. Use Pratt.
1: Oh, okay, cool, because that comes up in a lot of my midsummer murders. Uh, yes, yeah, it other... would be some, somebody who's being a prat is being an idiot or a fool. Ah, like most politicians. Yeah. Ah, good, good, good. I'm glad we got that straightened out. So that's, that's so important. So anyways, we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in, and if there is a specific subject you'd like to... For us to. Uh,
0: yes, um, can I just make a, a quick announcement? We've, we've added a shiny send message button to the Facebook page this evening. So you can send us a message. We'll ignore what? it. You can send it anyway. What? Go check it out, Ron. It's, I, our, it's our. Ghost Chronicles International now has a send message button. Get out of here. Yeah, they can send us a message. We might even respond occasionally. Anytime? Anytime. 20, we're open 24 7. Where did that come from? I put it there. Send send your crap to us. You know how to do that. <laughs> Just good like that.
1: You have to teach me how to do it so I can put it on my other crappy shows. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, we're about to go off the air. So, good night. God bless.
0: Good night. God bless. Send us a message. From ghoulies to ghosties, long leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.